You're listening to Two Smart Assets with Chris Thompson and Danny Nichols. This is your source for passive investing in real estate syndications. It's time for us to gain knowledge and take action. So let's go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is the Two Smart Assets Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Nichols, here with the one and the only Chris Thompson. What's up, man? How you doing, Danny? Good. How are you? Not too bad, man. It's uh it was a pretty nice day today. Uh, a little chilly, cold front came in, but uh, overall it's been pretty nice. It is nice, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, I noticed that earlier when I was out in the makeshift garage gym. Um, yeah, it's a little chilly. Yeah. It's uh, a little chillier than it was the other day. But, you know, for those of you who don't know, we're uh, from uh, Oklahoma. Actually, we're here in Oklahoma now, and uh, the weather is just, you just never know. It was sunny yesterday. Short weather, and now today it's uh, pants and jacket weather. Right. It's just, it's pretty typical around here. You just, it is what it is. It's <laughs> so Oklahoma weather. Yeah, just kind of those things. All right. So before we get into the show, um, if you're a passive investor and you're looking to get into real estate syndications, head over to our website, twosmartassets.com. We have some great resources there for you guys. Um, uh, first, we have a guide, our guide to passive investing in apartment syndications. It's really going to be a, just a simple overview uh, um, of how you can get started and apartment syndication investing, and really what you need to look out for, some tips, some just just information on how to get started in this and be successful at it. So um, another thing we have on the website is our sample deal. Basically, this is going to give you an idea of the type of stuff you'd expect to get from the sponsor when an opportunity arises, right? Yep. So you're, it's just something to look out for. You're going to get familiar with the type of information that they're going to give you, and also um, really... Uh, the numbers that are associated with the deal because it's going to be it's included in the sample deal. So mm-hmm. um, really, and so after you go to our website, you get these resources. If you have any questions or you have any just like anything you want to ask us about, you know, drop us a line. Go, you're already on the website. Go to the contact us page. Drop us a message there. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. Uh, we really want to connect with as many people as we want. And if you have any questions. We definitely want to answer those for you. Uh, and then if you want to connect with us other places, you can check social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all those places. So if you're, if you're on uh, social media, connect with us there. Um, you can leave us a message uh, on those platforms or you can comment on one of our posts. I mean, we're, sure. posting, we're posting every day. So um, go in there, check it out. We'd love to connect with all of you. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you're, you're getting some good stuff out of this, please head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and written review. These are These are... It's just one of the best ways for us to to really build the brand and really be able to provide this information to other like-minded investors like yourselves who are getting this, are getting good stuff out of this. So we want to be able to give this to them as well. And the best way for us to be able to reach them is be able to grow this podcast right in this platform right. and uh, be able to get that get that to them. All right. So thank you for that. We appreciate you guys doing that for us. Um, very kind of you. So. Let's just go ahead and jump into today's episode. All right? Okay. What are we talking about? So today we're basically going to be talking about uh, demographics, okay. shifting demographics in the demographic landscape and basically how this could affect uh, real estate investors. And as we know, because we've been diving deeper and deeper into demographics, uh, you know, the last, what, six months, something like that. Yeah. We know this is, uh, you know, huge when it comes to real estate investing, right? So demographics are basically, they're a key driver of supply and demand. Really, of in anything, really, mm-hmm. but you know, obviously, we're focused on real estate. So, but this is definitely a key driver in real estate as well. So, it's definitely something we want to be paying attention to. Um, so, when it comes to demographics, we need to know how the groups within the like total population, right, 
how how they're changing and what these changes mean for the economy as a whole um, and for like the niche areas as well, right? So you have you have the economy, you know, what's happening, where are people going, where are the jobs going, all this other stuff. And then also, what does that mean for the smaller markets, right, instead of the country as a whole, really? So it's important as real estate investors that we stay up to date on these demographic shifts because, you know, we're kind of going through a big shift right now, um, especially with, you know, different generations and stuff like that. But uh, it's it, as real estate investors, it's important to stay up to date on these demographics and basically align yourself with your strategy of what you're investing in and where you're investing in uh, with these trends, right? With these demographic shifts. So really with this episode right now, uh, we're going to touch on uh, a few of the major shifts that we've been reading about in reports and stuff that we're seeing that could be, that are going to be trending here um, in the near future. And then even prolonged, what say decade or more. Sure. Uh, just kind of the thing. So with that, Let's dive into some of these uh, demographic trends. One of the things you want to pay attention to uh, right now with one of the, the major trends is uh, the aging baby boomers, right? Silver tsunami. This is this, exactly the silver tsunami. So this is a, a huge demographic of people, right? This is a huge genre of people. So uh, it's just something that can't be ignored. Uh, and uh, a report we recently read, uh, Cushman and Wakefield report, they're basically, uh, what to say, 1.1% billion with a b with a b baby boomers living in the world all right so we're not talking about just the u.s but we're talking about the world but that that is a lot of people mm-hmm. right so that 40 and then basically with those baby boomers uh 40 percent of those baby boomers have already reached retirement age mm-hmm. so that's I mean, that's a that's a lot of people right but really even on top of that think about this globally thirty-six thousand baby boomers turn 65 every day Every day. 36,000. Is that crazy? Every day. Every day? <clears throat> to me, that's nuts. I had to reread right. that. Uh, I didn't think I read that right the first time I saw it. Right, yeah. That's, that's a lot. And then so basically with that, uh, in this report, it also said basically like by 2030, every, uh, all of the, the 1.1 billion of the baby boomers will have reached the prime retirement age of 65. Right. So here in 10 years, all of them will be retired. Yep. That's a lot of people, right? I mean, that's that's significant, really. So, so, and like I said before, I know we're focused on the U.S. and the U.S. real estate, but uh, uh, you know, just for emphasis, we wanted to highlight the the global statistics for that demographic because it's just so massive, right? And you know, a lot of this is happening in the U.S. too, so mm-hmm. it's just something to 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 take into account. So, regardless of the statistics, um, regardless of you know, global or U.S. whatever this has this statistic for and this demographic is going to have huge implications for real estate investors, like all of us, right? right. So it's definitely something to um, you want to pay attention to. But according, you know, we've read a lot of reports about this stuff, and some of the other reports we've said, uh, basically according to them, uh, there will be more retirees relative to the working population than ever before. Mm-hmm. So this is this is one of those unique times where. You might be able to get into certain types of investing, uh, or at least be able to ride this wave of this demographic trend to, you know, investing in certain type of things, right? Sure. So for this large population of retirees, they're going to be looking to move uh, and live in markets where they can live comfortably uh, with the amenities that they desire, right? So you know, you're retiring, you want to you want to be having things, you know, sh- you know, walkable shopping, maybe some golfing, something like that, yep. right? So this. 
they need to have activities to fill their day. So this is something, you know, that they're going to be looking for. So, and, you know, really when it comes to baby boomers, you know, they control a large portion of America's disposable income. Yep. I mean, they're hoarding they're, it away their whole lives. Right. I mean, now they, it's time to use it. Exactly. Right. So they're going to, they, they got a lot of money. So they will be in prime position basically to utilize their spending power in the retirement age. So, and again, this, they're all going to be 65, the retirement age in 10 years. Yep. All of them. So as uh, you know, when it comes to real estate opportunities, um, you know, specialized apartments, retirement communities, maybe on-site amenities for, for, you know, for this generation and then amenities within walking distance. These are all things in the, you know, maybe place to store their stuff. It's just, there's just a number of things to look into, but some of these, right. These are definitely some things you want to keep your eye on for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, an, another trend that, uh, that the research is showing is the migration patterns. Uh, they favor the Southern markets. You know, we already see this, uh, you know, they're moving to Texas, they're moving to Florida, they're moving South. Right. Uh, one reason, you know, the people are moving South is the lower cost of living. You know, the, the data is really showing that, uh, they're leaving, they're leaving the Northeast and California due to the high cost of living and, and the, just everything associated with living in these areas. You know, I read somewhere that, you know, four out of five most expensive places to live in the country, New York. Massachusetts, DC, and California. Wow. You know, there, there are people out there who can afford these uh, living costs, no problem. But for the majority of Americans, you know, these costs are really becoming too high for them to afford. So they're relocating. You know, this goes back to the baby boomers as well. You know, just being on a fixed income, retirees are looking to stretch their dollar as much as possible. So living in an area where the the living costs are sky high doesn't make much sense for them. Plus, uh, a lot of these less costly markets offer the same same or similar amenities as the higher price markets. You know, so really the retirees can just live just as good a life somewhere else, but for less. I, th I think the the key there too is you know because a lot of, like you're saying, a lot of I mean all these people are going to be most of them I'll say all of them most of them are going to be on fixed income right, mm -hmm. and they got to make that dollar stretch like you were saying. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be important. You know, go into these markets and the, these areas that they're going to be able to use that money, and you know, they might be able to live a better life there. Yeah, you know, 100%. So, so it's important. It's important to look at that, and that's kind of the shift that you know we're seeing. Maybe potentially people these flocking to these areas for another reason. People are basically moving south or to certain areas just in general uh, is due to the favorable tax policies, the favorable tax climate in those areas, right? So, uh, like Chris said, a lot of people are moving. To Texas and Florida. Well, what do we know about Texas and Florida? No state income. No state income tax, right? So this is another huge advantage for people living in those states, yep. right? And then, well, this might not necessarily mean something for uh, the baby boomer generation. Uh, still, this is a huge reason why people are moving there, right? Yep. This is massive, right? So while states like California, New Jersey, New York, and Washington, D.C., really, um, I think I wrote a report that all of those fall in the top 10 of highest income tax rates in the nation, Ooh, right? That makes sense. So, you know, and kind of what you were saying before, people flocking those same areas, you know, there's a lot going on in those areas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's high, high cost of living, high taxes. Of course, people are going to, you know, leave those areas, right? Right. So, so while these states have those high income taxes of people living in drones, these southern states are really benefiting uh, and allow, you know, cause they have that lower tax burden and, you know, so they're seeing their population numbers just, 
shoot up, right? They're, they're rising dramatically because, because of these things. People are leaving those high-cost areas, and they're moving to these ones that are definitely more beneficial, right? Sure. So, and these tax, these tax rates, they affect businesses as well. Yep. And this is going to be huge. So the combination of increased business activity uh, paired with growing population, uh, this is going to be music to investors' ears. Yeah. Right? I mean, you got to be. I mean, you're sitting here thinking, like, man, this is. If all this is happening in certain areas, you know, barring something else happening like really bad, this mm-hmm. is this is looking pretty good. So, you know, people are going to need places to live. They're going to need uh, amenities to accompany their lifestyle. So, you know, those businesses that we're talking about flock into these areas. Uh, these are the places where they're going to operate, right? Right. So, yeah, this really kind of takes us into another reason why people are moving south is the job opportunities. People, like you're saying, you know, people moving there, you need, like there's that the whole commercial, uh, the commercial jobs, or uh, I'm sorry, just retail and whatever, you need stuff to support all, all the activities that people are going to be want to be, that people are going to want to be doing, you know, so, Absolutely. you know, if businesses are flocking to the states with tax-friendly climate, it could be said that uh, some of these same areas are going to be looking for those employees. For sure. So they're these are the these are the areas where the job growth is really going to be. Uh, you know, and so definitely be on the lookout for this. Like I said, you can Google the stuff. You can find reports where they're talking about uh, you know where people are flocking to for whatever reasons, jobs, you know, tax climate stuff like that. You want to be paying attention to this. Yeah. And another reason where you know we've we've talked to some people and we've heard from other people say another reason people are moving south is. Just, Warmer weather. Yeah. I mean, you know, especially, you know, people just want to be in warmer weather. I mean, to be perfectly fair for me myself, I love the mountains. So, yeah. But uh, warm weather is fine, too. Who doesn't love a good beach? <laughs> right? So uh, so basically, with, with all of these things, with this type of information, you can really see why the demographics can be important to real estate investors, right? I yeah. mean, these are, these are critical, critical pieces to understand <clears throat> as, a, as a real estate investor because you don't want to be uh, investing against the trends. You want to be riding the waves, right? right. You know, what is that saying? All, all, t- all, a rising tide lifts all boats. Yep. So this is kind of the same type of thing. Not necessarily, but it's kind of the same type of thing. You want to be going where that tide is rising, right? You yep. want to be following those trends and kind of riding that wave to success when it comes to real estate investing. You don't want to be going against the grain necessarily. So, <clears throat> so really, you know, we have pulled up uh, over here. Uh, basically, like it's just a map. That's showing the U.S. migration landscape, and we will show. We'll include a link in the show notes that where this map is going to be on the report. But basically, uh, <clears throat> this uh, w- with this map, it, it it's you'll see once once you look at it. But it's it, easy it, to see. It's easy to see that most of the net migration is going south. Yep. I mean, you could see. It, I mean, there is a spot, you know, a couple spots here and there, but most of it is going south. And in fact, all but one of the cities in the net migration. Or, or, or excuse me, one of one of all this one, excuse me, all but one of the cities are showing basically that uh, the net migration is greater than thirty thousand. All of those are in the southern half of the U.S. Yep. Right. So these markets are kind of include going to be Southeast Florida, Tampa, Orlando, Atlanta, Dallas, Vegas, Phoenix, stuff like that. And the only one that's not there in the southern uh, half of the United States is Seattle. And that, there's different reasons for people going to Seattle as right. it is. So, you know, I'm gonna hit you with a, a, a couple of actual statistics here. Uh, you know, there's a, <clears throat> a really five specific 
demographic changes. You know, household formations are set to increase to 86% in the next 10 years. That brings it up to 12.5 million households. Renters are on track to compromise, or to com compromise, no, uh, what's the word? I, uh, <laughs> renters, renters are on track to uh, compose, you know, about 58% of those new households, you know. The, this is going to create uh, the additional retail activity that we mentioned before. Uh, the suburbs are on track to draw just a huge percentage of those new households. Like you were saying before, you know, the baby boomers, uh, 10,000 baby boomers are going to reach the, at the average age of 65 every single day until 2030. That's in the U.S. Yeah, that, yeah, that's just in the U.S. alone. So at that point, all baby boomers are going to be 65 years or older. What that basically means is 18% of the entire U.S. population are going to be looking for activities to do within the next 10 years. Nice. These active adults, they tend to enjoy, you know, this, this club med, you know, this club med style like community with uh, wellness programs, activities, you know, they love getting out, walking around and just overall just kind of being active, um, you know, and, and they, you know, like to just really keep themselves busy, I right. guess, you know, right. so. The baby boomers and other empty nesters, you know, they're really opting towards downsizing and moving from uh, the suburbs to a more urban environment, you know, and uh, they're at this point, they're often choosing to rent versus buying, you know, who wants to get into another 30 year mortgage when, you know, you're at that point, you're a retiree, you don't right. want to sign another mortgage, you know, uh, another thing is, you know, millennials are the largest generation in the U.S. labor force. And they're ascending to senior level positions now. Millennials' shopping habits, uh, you know, have tended towards uh, shopping online. So really, what they're looking for are experiences and services like entertainment as well as dining when they go out. You know, so many prefer the benefits of renting versus homeowning. You know, millennials are, you know, face it, you know, they're often bogged down with the uh, student loan debt. You know, they're too bogged down, I guess, with the student loan debt to really even secure a mortgage. So this has led to a uh, home ownership falling, uh, you know, in some of the lowest, uh, in some to some of the lowest rates in decades, which in turn uh, has led to an increased multifamily housing. So cash-strapped millennials are really looking to to save rent on on a growing selection of kind of like co-living alternatives uh, that you know offer those tenants um, serviced rooms and shared apartments, you know, communal lounges, kitchens, bathrooms, stuff like that. Right. And it's huge. They're they're coming up with all kind of living arrangements. You know, right. that, I I don't know if I would rent one of my rooms out, but people do it and they love it. And I don't know. So uh, another thing, um, women in the workforce they comprise forty seven percent of all jobs. Okay, um, uh, basically that's up from thirty eight percent in nineteen seventy. Uh, rising female executives, uh, they're expected to have a huge impact on the community building, uh, you know, over the next decade. So, I don't know. Keep a lookout for that. The, they need a place to live, and we're going to provide it for them. So, uh, the southern regions, you know, they're really expected to uh, draw 60% or 62%, actually, of the, uh, the household growth in the U.S. So, like we're saying, the migration, really the southern states are are poised to grab like well over half of that uh, just in their own population alone. So more more affordable housing markets are uh, are attracting that young demographic, you know, and like you said, everybody loves the warm weather. So right. 
there's a, a multitude of benefits of uh, going to these these southern states, you know. So uh, currently, 40% of uh, the U.S. population lives in the South. So I mean, it's it's growing every day. Um, a couple other uh, interesting quick stats here: 30% uh, of all renters live in apartments. That's awesome to hear. 43 million households are renters. Wow. 5.2 million apartment households are women. So 50% of households are their single vehicle, and 63% uh, of uh, apartment households have less than 30-minute travel time for work. So they are moving to those places where we can shoot to work and you know, you're know you not stuck in traffic all day. Right. Um, they, they need to be close to those amenities, and that's... It's just another another benefit, you know. So so pay attention to uh, the the general you know demographic landscape and the way things are trending, you know. So uh, you know, just investing in real estate. This is huge. Really, yeah. If you're, I mean, as real estate investors, this is something to really pay attention to. I mean, I know there's a lot to pay attention to, but really, for like again, riding those waves and being able to uh, invest in the places. And the things that are really going to take advantage of these demographic shifts is huge. So being able to, you know, come up with these reports or basically just look out for these reports or just look out for news regarding demographic shifts, uh, it's going to be huge. And like I said, we'll include uh, some of the um, the links to the, some of these reports that we're referring yep. to uh, in the show notes. So be on the lookout for those. All right, Chris. So uh, we're kind of running out of time here, but uh, yeah, before we get out of here. Um, I got a question for you. Yeah, what's that? What do you think? Tell us something new that you're getting into or you're learning. Well, um, well, it's not necessarily something new, but uh, I guess for those of you that know me, you know, I played the guitar uh, at this point for you know more than 20 years, and lately, you know, we've we've uh, really been hitting the real estate stuff really hard, and that's just one of those things that kind of takes a backseat as your life changes, and. That's been, you know, my main hobby, you know, my entire life. Other things come and go, ride a motorcycle, and then it goes away. But the guitar and uh, music are one of the things that have always been a, a pretty huge part of me. And I kind of lost that, um, like, almost kind of a year ago, just kind of fell off. And I just apply myself in other ways that, you know, that are going to help my career and whatever. And I'm not going to be a rock star or anything, but really one of the things that uh, – that I've been doing is I just picked it back up, just kind of rediscover uh, a love for a handful of bands that I that I grew up that I just kind of obsessed over and just is something else just to kind of round me out as a person, and kind of help me. Um, it, it, music in a way is kind of therapy, and so picking my guitar up has uh, helped me quite a bit over the last, really over the last couple weeks, you know, and it gives me something to do in the downtime, you know, especially when some of this stuff gets kind of heavy or the excitement kind of dulls down like or just take a break from it real quick jam out and um i don't know i love music that's awesome what are you gonna are you gonna play something for us maybe one day you're gonna play something on the show <laughs> we're gonna mm -hmm. get you on the show we're gonna have you play something maybe yeah all right hit you with stairway or something all right i'm gonna hold you to it <laughs> i'm gonna hold you to it next show okay all right perfect all right we got anything else for this one no man i'm i'm happy there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of stuff to pay attention to and i feel i know it can feel overwhelming but really, we talk about this a lot. You got to get the reps in. Just be comfortable with looking at this stuff. And uh, once you start really seeing uh, a lot of these trends, whether it's just in demographics or or anything else, it it starts to become kind of second nature. And you just start to see. You can pick out a handful of uh, stats and and understand 
you know, where the, the trend is lying in if this could be a good investment for you. So don't be overwhelmed to just take it take it in edible chunks or, you know, smaller chunks that you can consume. So Right. Just set a goal, pick a topic, learn as much as you can about it, move on to the next one. Because like I said, there's so much to learn. But uh, when it comes to this demographics, uh, just be, be paying attention to it. Look at these reports. Like I said, we'll include them in the show notes. Uh, but just be aware of kind of the things that are occurring uh, uh, where you're investing or where you potentially could be investing. So it's pretty important. All right. Well, got anything else? Uh, that's it. Unless you got something. Nope. That's about it. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll see you next week. Later. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.